You're listening to Flaunt, Find Your Sparkle and Create a Life You Love After Infidelity or Betrayal. Have you been betrayed by life, your body, or someone that you love? You're not alone. No matter what you've been through, Naked Self-Worth helps you regain confidence, joy, and enthusiasm so you can create a life you love and flourish. Tune in weekly and learn how. Hello and welcome to Flaunt. Find your sparkle and create a life you love after infidelity or betrayal. I'm Laura Cheadle, and today we are going to talk about lightness and darkness. We're going to talk about how our world really is uncomfortable with anything that is dark or heavy or sad or broken, how our world does not do well with grief and loss and death. We live in a culture that celebrates life and joy and beauty. And the thing is, while that's great, I mean, of course we want to celebrate beauty and life and joy and the light and all of that stuff. That's only half of it. That's only half of life. That is only half of our existence here. So when we really ignore or even shame that which is inconvenient or dark or heavy or ugly or broken or messy, what we're really doing is cutting out half of life, cutting out half of our experience at living. And that's sad. It's sad not only because We're only embracing half of the whole, and we cannot be whole when we're only embracing half of the whole. But it's also sad because it breeds such such a tendency for us to cover and hide. It breeds a tendency for us to lie about who we are or what's going on for us. Because if we say, I need a mental health day, If we say, I can't get off the floor, I've been crying all day. If we say anything like that, there's all this, oh, it's almost like it's contagious and people don't want to hear about it and they don't want to talk about it and they don't know how to handle our grief. Whenever, I don't know if you've noticed this, but whenever I have been vulnerable, whenever I have shared, I can't take that. I'm in a bad place right now. One of the first things people want to do is make it better. Just put on a happy face. It's going to be okay. You're going to be fine. Everybody goes through this. And so many people, and I don't want to say everybody, but so many people then lead with this joy, with this false positivity that it's going to be fine and you're going to get through this. And well, of course I am. Of course you will. Of course we're going to get through it. Of course we're going to be fine because grief is only half of life, just like joy is only half of life. Of course we're going to get through it. But the point is, we want to be held now. We want to be comforted now. We want to be seen. 
in our state of grief or messiness or despair or heartbreak or pain right now. And it's really hard because people don't know how to see grieving people. And you know, this show is for those of us who have faced infidelity or who have been betrayed. And the pain of betrayal, the pain of infidelity, is a very unique and very intense kind of pain. It's one of those pains that, until you've been there, you don't really know. You can't really relate to the utter devastation of the fabric of your entire life and identity being ripped out from under you. Until you have fully trusted somebody and they have stabbed you in the back and you've had to stand there and go, oh, I can't even figure this out. Until you've been there, you don't know. You don't know. You can guess, but you don't know. It's a horrible feeling to have the rug yanked out from under you. To have your entire life be a farce. Your entire relationship. Everything that you worked for and strived for and trusted in and thought to be true to not in fact be true. And yeah, it breaks your heart. It shatters your soul. It crushes your self-worth and it completely changes your identity forever. And the thing is, being in that state of grief needs witnessing. We need people to witness us in that state of grief. Because otherwise we're alone in that state. And no, none of us want to go stand on the street or call our friends and like stand in the center of a holiday party and break down. Of course, nobody wants that. But grief also needs to be witnessed. Because unless we are held and witnessed and seen in our grief, well, first of all, it doesn't even feel real. It doesn't even feel valid. But second of all, we have a harder time knowing what to do with it and going forward and, and moving on. It's vitally important for us to be seen and held and witnessed in our grief. So we know that we matter. So we know that the love that we felt for the person who did this to us was real. So we know that our good, kind souls were seen. And it's important to be seen. It is vitally important to be seen. And it's hard to find somebody to do that for us. Yes, I am a fan of counseling. And most counselors are good listeners. And yet, there are many out there who 
also struggle with just allowing us to be seen because being in the helping profession, they want to help. And they want to give us insight. They want to give us new tools. And that's all really, really good. But sometimes we just want to be seen and help. Same thing with coaching. Coaching really leans forward and helps. Coaching provides the path forward. Counseling helps you untangle the past and to figure some things out. But coaching really provides the steps forward. It gives you the roadmap of how to get through this of how to heal, of what to create on the other side of infidelity. And just like when you see counselors, sometimes coaches too are uncomfortable just witnessing that grief and pain. One of the most profound things, and I do mean profound, that I do with my individual coaching clients is I have them download an app called Voxer, V-O-X-E-R. And it's a walkie-talkie app where you record voicemails, basically, just messages back and forth to each other. It's, it's almost like texting, but with your voice. And here's a few things that I love about that, and here's why I encourage my clients to use it. I encourage them to use it because Speaking in the present moment about what is going on is enormously powerful. The spoken word is enormously powerful. And it's a way to be witnessed, and it's a way to be seen. And I tell my people to send me voxes. I don't have the notifications turned on. So send me voxes all night when it literally is the dark of the night and your mind is spinning, and you're in grief, or you're in rage, or it's the middle of the day, and you get an email or a text, and you can't focus on the rest of your day. Send me a vox. Speak it out in that moment. Cry it out. I don't even care if, those no, if there are no words. Let it come out and let yourself be heard and be witnessed in your suffering and in your grief. And it's interesting because it's so difficult for people to do at the beginning. At the beginning, there's always the apologies like, I couldn't leave you a box because I was crying too hard. I couldn't leave you a box because I couldn't form words. I was just too upset. And what I always say is that's the exact right time to be doing it. Because that's when you need to be witnessed and that's when you need to be seen and held. And celebrated. So here's the question that I ask to you. Would it be hard for you to send a celebratory text? Oh my gosh, I just baked the best chocolate cake and it's amazing. Oh my gosh, this was so incredible. I just got this position that I've been interviewing for. Oh my gosh, I just watched the best movie. I'm having so much fun. Typically, we find it easier to send positive messages to people because our culture rewards us for being positive. When we're in a good mood, we want to reach out and connect with our friends. When something nice happens, we want to share it. And let me tell you, I'm all for being positive. I really am all for being positive. 
and yet it is vitally important that we get comfortable in the grief and in the heartbreak too. And one of the best ways to do that is through a system like what I've got going with my Voxer package with my clients. Speaking it, letting yourself be heard. So you know it matters. So you know it's real. So you know you are important and your grief is important. And the experience that you're having is important. Now, that's that balance of dark and light, yin and yang. You might have seen that symbol. Looks like a big comma. One is black, one is white. That is the balance, light and dark. Good and evil, whatever you want to call it, masculine, feminine. Celebrating the joy and allowing yourself to be seen only when you look good, only when your hair is done, only when your makeup is on. Only when you've lost 10 pounds, only when the house is clean, will you let people come over. That's only half. And my challenge to you going forward into this new year is to stop hiding, to stop covering, and to start letting yourself being seen in all states. So my challenge to you going forward into this next year is to let yourself be seen. Being seen in the good times and being seen in the bad. Let yourself be safe and be seen by being authentically who you are. By releasing the pressure of always having to be perfect or put together or to be the one who knows the answer. And to just let yourself be seen as you are, whether it's sick or messy or broken. And to start cultivating the words that you can give to other people. So they know that they don't have to fix you. So they know that they don't have to placate and tell you it's going to be okay and try to make you feel better. But so they can just witness you. Come up with some of the words. And I can help you. If you're struggling with this, send me an email. Laura at LauraCheadle.com. It's L-O-R-A at L-O-R-A-C-H-E-A-D-L-E.com. And I can help you put together some of the words. But sometimes it's, it's not as complicated as you think. Sometimes it's as simple as doing things like just telling people. I'm going to show you what I've got going on. I I want to wit I want you to witness this, but I'm not seeking your your assistance. I'm not asking for help. I'm just sharing what's going on. I don't I don't need to be made to feel better. I just feel like I need to express where I'm at and to have another person see where I'm at. Sometimes it's just that simple. And then as you cultivate that language, as you cultivate those words, you will get better and better at allowing yourself to be seen. And oftentimes that heartbreak and that grief, once it has been seen and acknowledged, will start to go away. 
You may have heard one of the techniques when you're feeling grief or heartbreak or anger or whatever to invite that negative emotion to sit down next to you and to ask it, what do you want? Or how can I help? Or just to sit with it in silence. And that is an amazing technique. But the next level of that is finding a person to be able to sit with, to be able to witness you in all of that. And here's what I'm hearing you say already. I'm hearing you say, I have no friends. It was my best person that I trusted the most who betrayed me. That was the person who I always did this with. That was, yes, and. I just want to cut you there. Yes, I was right there too. My husband was the person that I went to. He was my person. He was the one that knew me in all of that. He was the one I went to, and that's what made that betrayal doubly hard. And no, I didn't want to share it with my family because I didn't want them. I didn't want them to start giving me advice. I didn't want to start burdening them with other things. And then I felt like I had all of these friends that didn't really know me that well, that I didn't want to reach out to because I didn't want them. I just didn't, I, I just didn't want them to see me that way. We weren't that close. There were some friends that I tried to reach out to and they just absolutely didn't get it, even with the right words. And I was like, okay, this isn't going to work. <laughs> But the thing is, I kept trying. I kept trying. I found, went through a couple of different counselors, and I kept trying. And eventually, I came up with my posse, with my team, with my people who were able to do that for me. Even though at the beginning, like you, I was kind of like, oh, no. I don't know anyone. There is nobody here who can do this. So I want to say I hear you and I see you. And also, that, that, that's what professionals are for. That is what professionals are for. Find the right counselor. Find the right coach. You might need to go through a couple of different people before you find the right person, but find them. I do this with so many people because I get it because I've been there too. Find them and let yourself be witnessed in your grief, in your heartache, and in your pain. Please reach out if you need any help. I am happy to talk with you. It would be my deepest honor to work with you, to hold you in the way I wish I could have been held, to teach you and share with you the tools that I wish I would have had when I was going through this. This is my mission, to do for you what I wish could have been done for me. Now, I am recording this show the day after winter solstice. And I want to go there. I want to go there deeply. 
because the solstice is all about the return of the light. It's about the celebration of the light. And I have just spent half of a show talking about the dark and being witnessed in the dark. The return of the light will always happen. Night and day always follow each other. Like I said, dark is half, light is half, good is half, bad is half. We flow through everything. And winter solstice, which takes place on the shortest day of the year, the darkest night of the soul, is about the return of the light. It's about being in that dark place, in the valley of the shadow of death. And being able to stay there and being witnessed and being seen so that the light can return. And that's what I want to talk about for the second half of the show is the light and the return of the light and what that means. The light within. The spark. Whether you call it God or spirit or source or Buddha or universe or or Muhammad or whoever or whatever or just nature, we all have a light within. And boy, oh boy, does infidelity shut out that light. And that sucks. And it's okay, too. And when that light gets dimmed, when we get completely shut down and hurt and broken, we have two choices. The first choice is we can get help and seek others that carry the light, and we can let them shine their light upon us so we can start feeling better. That's doing things, like I said earlier, getting a coach, getting a counselor, Finding Facebook groups that you resonate with, calling friends, going to see a minister or a rabbi or some kind of a religious figure, getting a wise friend, anything, anything. Early on, I listened to a ton of Abraham Hicks YouTube videos because that was the light that I needed to get me through. I couldn't stay focused or grounded or centered. And I listened to those nonstop sometimes all night long because it was a source of light for me. It was a source of inspiration for me. You can read the Bible. You can read inspirational books. You can watch movies. You can listen to songs. Anything that you do outside yourself to pick yourself up is seeking that light from another source. And that is, that's a great tool. That is perfect. That is wonderful. That is exactly what we're supposed to do. We are supposed to be wise enough to know when we can't do it for ourselves and when we need somebody else. I can't tell you how many people, same thing that I've worked with, and they're like, I'm five years out, I'm eight years out, and I'm going to do this. And I'm like, oh my God, sure, of course you can heal. Or You can hire me, you can hire somebody else, and you can move through this journey a lot faster because I am a carrier of light. Other people are carriers of light, and we can help inspire you. But here's the trick. I can help inspire you to do the work so you can find your own light. A good therapist 
can inspire you to do the work to find your own light so you can keep yourself lit, so you can keep yourself illuminated. That right there is the number one thing that just gets my goat every single time. Is when people are in a bad place and they correctly go to somebody else to get help, to get inspiration, to feel better. And then they start relying on that person. They start relying on that source. They never learn how to cultivate their own light. And then pretty soon they are just like this devoted worshiper of this other person or this system or whatever. Even when it's something good, it goes bad. Like yoga is a great thing. It's great for the mind. It's great for the body. It's great for the spirit. And if you are relying on yoga, to give you all, to nourish you all, and you can't do it for yourself, then that's a problem. You can have the best therapist or coach in the world, but if you start relying on them and just using them each and every single time you get knocked down and you never learn how to cultivate your own light, to nurture and nourish yourself, to fill yourself up from the inside, then you will be beholden to them forever. Your joy will be at the whim of the world. Nature is another great way to set yourself on fire. But same thing. If suddenly the weather is really bad and you can't go outside, you have to find other ways to find and nurture and nourish your own light. Because that's the secret of the world. That's the secret of success. That's the secret of happiness. That's the secret of healing. That's the secret of oneness and joy and living your full potential is being able to light your own light. It's being able to connect to that spark of divinity within you and to fan your own flames and to make yourself feel the way that you want to feel feel better, feel not so miserable, feel hopeful, feel like you can survive this. It's balance. Note that I'm not saying that you should never seek inspiration from another. There are times we can't make ourselves happy, pull ourselves out of the depression, There are times we can't make it through another day. We just can't. And that's when we need to be wise enough to seek inspiration from another, to find someone, a carrier of light, to bring us that hope and light and love and inspiration. But that is the short-term fix. It's like the ignition. We've let ourselves go out. We've let our fire go out. Seek somebody else to ignite you. But then do what you need to do to fan your own flames, to build your own light, to find your own joy. And that is the key. One of my favorite verses is, as above, so below, as within, so without. As above, so below, as within, so without. 
we all complain that we want the world to be a better place, that we're tired of people who lack integrity, who lie, who cheat. We're all so sick of people who don't deal with their own stuff. And then who hurt us? Hurt people hurt people. Why do they hurt us? Because they can't pull themselves together. They can't light their own light. They can't stand in their own truth and their own integrity. And yet, as we all say we can't stand this, we're so upset by it. What are we doing to cultivate it within ourselves? What are we doing to heal our own wounds so we don't in turn hurt people? You have been hurt horribly by infidelity. You have had your soul shattered by this betrayal. You are that hurt person now. What are you going to do now? Because you're a hurt person now, are you going to go out and hurt people because hurt people hurt people? And then you're going to hurt other people and then they're going to hurt people. And then we create an entire society, an entire world of hurt people hurting people because they've been hurt. Well, up until now, that's what's been happening for so many of us. It's not fair. How many times have you said it's not fair in your life? How many times have you thought that it's not fair in your life? It's not. It's not fair. Because we're seeking to have other people do for us what we need to do for ourselves. We need to heal ourselves. We need to connect to our souls. We need to connect to our light. We need to cultivate pure energy. We need to build our own health, our own sense of well-being. We need to do it for ourselves. Because otherwise, literally, we are at the whim of everyone and everything. Otherwise, we're going to read the news and be like, oh my God, do you believe what's going on? Otherwise, we're going to have things happen. Accidents, illnesses, betrayals. And we will be rocked to a level that it's very difficult to recover from. And I'm not saying that once you learn how to cultivate your own light, once you learn how to heal yourself, that all of these bad things will happen because they will, because it's the way that it works, because we only have half good and we have half bad. I'm not saying that you'll be like, oh, well, too bad. No, you won't. You'll still be upset. You'll still be in pain. You'll still be hurt. Your feelings will still get bruised. Your physical body may still get bruised. You will still get sick. You will still be hurt. But here is the difference. You'll allow yourself to be seen. You'll be okay in your grief. You'll be okay in your pain. And you can let it flow through you and you can witness that half of life. You can witness the beauty of that half of life and you can be in it fully. Until you cycle back out and then start feeling good once again. Because that's the thing. It is a cycle. As many of you know, 
I went to Peru two years ago and had, oh my gosh, a magnificent, wonderful, beautiful, life-changing experience. One of the beliefs that they have in that culture is around the power of the three animals. And I've got a statue of these three animals on my desk. On the lower level, they have the snake. On the middle level, they have the puma. And on the top level, they have the condor. And while it looks, while it looks hierarchical, it is, it's not, it's a cycle. It's the cycle of life. And that we move through all stages equally. The cycle of the snake is literally where we are on our belly. Where we are on the earth, on our belly, and we are shedding our skin. And people look at us and they're afraid. Or they look at us and they go, ew, and they think we're ugly and we're gross. And we're slimy and we're scary and we're deadly. And as we lay there with our belly on the earth, shedding our skin, it is not fun. It is not pleasant. But that is one of the cycles and it's okay. And it's not about hiding or pretending that we're not doing it. It's about being where you're at. Flaunt, as you all know, is an acronym. F, find your fetish. L, laugh out loud. A, you accept unconditionally. N, navigate the negative and T, trust in your truth. And A, you is where that snake is. It's about accepting unconditionally. It's about accepting unconditionally that I am laying on the earth with my belly down and I can't get up and people are, people are wanting to hurt me and they're afraid of me. And I'm shedding my skin and it hurts and I'm ugly and I'm broken. That's where you're at. That's where you're at in this cycle of infidelity and betrayal. And that is one of the cycles. Be there. The next level coming up is the puma. And the puma leaps around the earth and climbs trees and pounces. And the puma is beautiful and the puma is powerful. The puma is strong. And the puma cycle of life represents our strength, our power, when things are going good, when we're in that amazing state of joy. Where we're leaping from tree to tree. We're hunting. We're powerful. We're lying in the sun, basking. We're grooming ourselves. We are revered. We are magical. And that's another cycle of life. That's the duality of life. The serpent and the puma. And then the third phase of life that they talk about in Peru is the condor. And the condor flies above the earth. The condor is not shackled or constrained. By earthly concerns or problems, the condor is wise and flies above it all and sees everything. 
sees everything, yet is not impacted by it. Because the condor flies through the air. The condor is spirit. The condor is soaring. And yeah, we reach that state in life too. We reach the place of ecstasy, of detachment. We have aha moments where we understand it all and we move into bliss. But it's not a hierarchy. It's not that we pay our dues and we work really, really hard and then we get get the bonus, we get what's coming to us, our ship comes in, and then we just ascend and we're magical, amazing condors flying through the air, seeing it all. I don't know who started that narrative, but that narrative is wrong. Because it's a cycle. We hit all the phases. And we will hit all the phases again. And again. And again. And again. And that's the cycle of the seasons. That's what winter solstice is about. Just as we get to the darkest night, the days start lengthening again. No, they don't lengthen overnight. It's progressive. And then in summer solstice, just like in winter solstice, which is the shortest day, summer solstice, which is the longest day, does not last forever. It's not that, wahoo, I've reached my pinnacle and I paid my dues and my ship came in and now I'm here and it's just summer days forever. No, 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 no. Then the days start getting shorter again. And we cycle all the way back through every year of our lives in a predictable order. We can't fight it. We can only find peace with it. We can't fight it. We can only find peace with it. So wherever you're at right now in your infidelity journey, whether it's brand new and you are in an intense amount of pain, whether you've been healing and you're feeling pretty good, or whether you thought you were healing and you were feeling really good and then you had another D-Day and everything fell apart again, or whether you're many, many, many years out and you're thinking, when am I going to move through this? Because I'm tired of being so angry and bitter. I'm tired of being trapped in this cycle. Wherever you're at, just for a moment right now, I want you to soar above it. I want you to be that condor just for a moment. And I want you to soar above your life and yourself. And just look with the perspective of a condor. Just look. And see if it changes things for you a little bit. You might be in that snake phase. But other phases are coming. Use other people to help reignite your light. But then learn how to build your own fire. Learn how to keep yourself going. Going back to flaunt the acronym. F, find your fetish. 
That's about keeping your light going. That's about sustaining yourself. Finding your fetish is about reconnecting to what brings you joy. And I'm sorry, but how many of us have no idea what brings us joy? And I think especially women, because we, again, are culturally conditioned to serve. We're the wife who serves the husband. We are the mom who serves the kids. We serve at church, at school, in our jobs. We serve in this world. We carry the emotional burden, not only of our family, but our friends and of the entire world. If somebody needs help, they go to women. They just do. I don't care if it's at home or if it's in the workplace. Women are the nurturers. We fix things. But we don't know how to fix ourselves. And when women light their own fire, the entire world is going to change. When we truly find our fetish and know what excites us, what brings us joy, what sets us on fire, that's when we'll have peace on earth. That's what heaven on earth is about. Heaven on earth is when every soul knows how to find their fetish, light their fire, sustain themselves. Because when we know that, the snake phase, the pain phase, the heartbreak, the grief, the death, the sadness, the decay, it's all okay. Because we recognize it as a season. Just like in the winter, crops die. Animals hibernate. The sun goes away. The snow comes. Everything gets quiet and still. Everything builds strength and prepares for the coming spring. The coming spring where things will be planted, where things will start growing, where we will birth new ideas, and where that fire will burn bright. And then in the summer, we can dance in the joy. We can dance in the sun. We can stay in that heat, in that radiance, and we can celebrate. And then in the fall, we can harvest We can reap the rewards. Not once, but every single year we get to reap those rewards. And you know what? Some seasons seasons are better than others. Sometimes we can't harvest all that much because something went wrong. And that's okay too because we get another chance. We get another cycle of the seasons. And as we harvest, we store and we build up. Because we know over this long, hard winter, my fire is going to go out. My food supply is going to run out. I need resources. I need to stockpile. Animals naturally store more fat to go into the winter. That's what we're doing. We're preparing. And then we go into that cycle of death and it repeats all over again. And guess what? If we haven't prepared... Of course we can get help. Hire a coach. Hire a counselor. 
talk to a friend. Jump online, read a book, find some poetry, watch a movie. L. The L in flaunt is about laugh out loud. That's about using humor to nourish and to sustain yourself. Use others to light your fire, but don't forget that it's up to you to tend to that fire, to build that fire, and to learn how to sustain that fire. Is there a wind that is coming that is always putting it out? All right, you have to build the little shelter that will protect that. You have to build the windbreak. You can't just keep saying, whoops, the wind blew. Blew my fire out again, help. Whoops, wind blew. Blew my fire out again. You gotta help. Whoops, you wouldn't believe what happened again. The wind from the same direction blew again. Burned my fire out again. I need you to help again. No, 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 it doesn't work that way. You got to take care of yourself. If you run out of fuel periodically, get help. But start learning how to sustain your own fire. The other thing I like to say, and I just wrote a blog on this. I'll put the link in the show notes. You don't need to create a huge bonfire within. You don't need to be the Dalai Lama. You don't need to be Mother Teresa. You don't need to be a world-famous thought leader out there carrying the light for everybody. All you need is a piece, a tiny little piece of light. You need an ember. You need a spark. You need a tiny little piece. And from that peace, you will find peace. From that P-I-E-C-E, you will find P-E-A-C-E. So with that happy, happy winter solstice, a happy cycle of the seasons, happy darkness, happy light, and happy cycling between the two. Please reach out if you need any help. I am happy to talk with you. It would be my deepest honor to work with you, to hold you in the way I wish I could have been held, to teach you and share with you the tools that I wish I would have had when I was going through this. This is my mission to do for you what I wish could have been done for me. So with that, have an amazing week. And as usual, always remember to flaunt exactly who you are. Because who you are is always more than enough. I I'm so excited to share with you some of the biggest, best news that you can even imagine. My annual Fall Back in Love with You retreat is back in person for the first time since the pandemic, and you are absolutely not going to want to miss it. Let me give you the details real quickly so you can save the date. It is February 11th and 12th. That is a Saturday and Sunday in Colorado. I am a huge manifester. I manifest really well and I believe 
so much in the power of manifestation. But I also think that the reason manifestation gets such a bad rap is because most people know, don't know how to do it. They do it totally, not really wrong, but they leave out some very key components. For example, if you have ever done a vision board, vision boards are very powerful tools, but what they leave out is that sense of being. A vision board is outside of yourself. That is the magic of my retreat. Instead of doing a vision board, you become a vision board. You become a living vision board for how you want to be in 2023. And it's truly a transformative and life-changing experience. This year, I have also partnered with Zhang Photography. She is a gifted photographer who really has the ability to capture your soul essence in her photos. She does a lot of black and white, and that really lets the power of you and your soul shine. The reason that I have partnered with her is because I want you to go home after this retreat. I mean, like I said, yes, you're going to be a living vision board, but I want you to go home with an actual photo of yourself that will remind you of who you really are. So on those days where you feel beat down, when you feel sad, you can look at this photo and you can see your own light. You can see your own beauty and you can see your own power. And even if you don't feel it in the moment, you've got proof in the form of this incredible picture. And it will bring you back to the weekend, to this retreat, to what you created for yourself, to what you stepped into, into who you most authentically are. Go to www.life-choreography. I know that might seem like a tough word to spell, but it's not that bad. It's core, C-O-R-E, and then O, letter O, graph, G-R-A-P-H, Y, life-choreography.com, and get on the list. You're not signing up. You're not committing to anything, but that way you will be first to know when this retreat does go on sale. So you can be sure because it is first come, first served, and it is very intimate. And we only have so many spots for the photo shoots. What you get in this retreat is all day Saturday. We will be working together to create your being, to create your identity, to create how you want to be when you step into 2023. And since I'm big into embodiment, what we're also going to be doing through that is doing a dance routine. And don't worry, movement is movement. If you can walk down the street, you've got enough dance skill for this. If you've got more dance skill, you can bring that in too. But all you need is just a small amount of movement. And what we're going to do is we're going to create a routine, a piece of performance art that you will have that you can break out every day next year. 
so you can get into your body, so you can get into your heart, so you can get into your head. And you can start vibrating at the frequency that you have chosen for yourself for next year. So say you have chosen the frequency, the vibration of success, that you're going to successfully get through this infidelity, that you're going to successfully get through the divorce, the job, whatever it is. Not only will you have the word and you will have journaling and you will have a routine and a movement practice that puts you in that essence of success. On Sunday, you will have a photo shoot where Zhang will work with you around the word success and you will embody success and she will photograph you. So you will have all of that. And on Sunday, while we're all getting our photos taken, that's when I'm going to be working with you one-on-one and we're going to be doing some hot seat coaching. So some of your sisters in the retreat will be having their photos done. Some of you will be with me and we're going to be doing some one-on-one coaching around your specific situation. So Saturday, we're in community. We're creating. We're moving. We're processing. We're letting go. We're taking back our identity. We're creating a brand new identity. And then Sunday, you're getting that one-on-one coaching and you're getting an incredible photo shoot. Her photo shoot is valued at $500. And the retreat, the entire cost of the retreat, which includes your $500 photo shoot and a photo and a routine and piece of performance art and individual one-on-one coaching and a beautiful lunch and all day sisterhood connection glorious soul-centered activities is only $4.97 for both days. And better yet, if you and a friend sign up together, you each get $100 off your registration. So that makes it $3.97 for each of you. Like I said, it's not quite up for sale yet. But go to www.life-choreography.com. Get on the list. And then when it is for sale, you will be the first to know. Tune in next time to Flaunt. Find your sparkle and create a life you love after infidelity or betrayal with radio host and live choreographer Laura Cheadle every Wednesday at 7 a.m. and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on syndicated Dream Vision 7 Radio Network. Develop naked self-worth and reclaim your confidence, enthusiasm, and joy so you can create a life you love and embrace who you are today. Download your free Sparkle Through Betrayal Recovery Guide at NakedSelfWorth.com. 